Guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. I, I'm Do it. Sorry, I'm about I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. It's you. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys. Get on the back. To do that. It is. It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down. <laughs> <laughs> chucking that bugger. Did Boy. you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, okay, I'm just getting his butt out. Is that little Stevie out here? Uh, <laughs> Drobop. Bow drop, I'm sorry. Bop. Uh, hello. Stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure. <laughs> Every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went... <laughs> like, that just happened. Just happened. I saw... What is, in essence, a nature-gasm. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Catfish, and you're sitting around a sonic campfire once again with the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. Tonight, you're listening to a big group of us, and we're yeah. going to discuss hey. Halloween stuff. Kind of. Kind of. Well, it's on that line. Hunting versions. Stuff. Hunting versions of what turns the hair on the back of your neck while you're out in the world. Spook stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a very spooky episode. It'll be a very spooky episode. Uh, 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 the fears of R2. Now, who's with me? I'm Kyle. I'm Steve. I'm Will. It's Uncle Buck. I'm Ryan. This is Dave. Kyle. Also known as Mitch. <laughs> TK's here. <laughs> the Battle of the Kyle. Yeah, it's a crowded house tonight, boys. Yeah. It is a crowded house. There's most of us here tonight. Tall Kyle and regular BK. Kyle. Yeah. The regular Kyle is tall Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm getting, there's too many Kyles. Or total killer. Yeah. We're not sure. <laughs> I'm sticking with DK. That's that's stuck for me. DK, so that's what I'm going David Kyle. Kyle. Donkey Kong. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That was I digress. On ColecoVision back in my day. It was 14 years ago. On a night just like tonight. Uh-oh. You lost Foggy. your virginity. Yeah. <laughs> Foggy, wet, cold. <laughs> no. That was your date? <laughs> that was your date, Catfish? I didn't even get to the best part. Foggy, wet, and cold. I headed to the bottomless pit down in the hollow. <laughs> no, we were... One of the things that one of the things that freaked me out the most in my entire life was uh, was archery hunting one morning, going in pretty early, and um, I can still hear it. And at that time, I did not know what it was, but uh, I know some guys out there listening will coincide with the noise of like a screaming siren in the dark. Like I, I, I would have stabbed the closest tree branch that touched me in the ear. It stopped me dead in my tracks, and I did not continue to go to my stand because I froze not knowing what it was. Yeah. And standing in the dark, it's a very eerie feeling when you hear it over and over and over again, like a, a Halloween horror movie, woman being scratched, like, like just drugged through the woods, being stabbed and Freddy, screaming. Freddy Krueger, oh, Jason Voorhees. All that stuff goes through your head. I'm like, what in the... And it is loud. It's echoing through the hollow. And uh turns out, has anybody ever heard a screaming bobcat in the woods? Oh, no. I was going to say maybe a, a, like a cottontail getting taken down by a fox. It's that even, sound 
is creepy. Yes, and this is even worse. Even worse. So it's it. Get, jump on your Google soundboard and and uh, listen to a screaming bobcat. That's I don't know if it was in heat or calling. You know, like calling for a mate or calling for its like its mom. Yeah. But there was no sound that I've ever heard. Like even the little screech owl can freak you out mm-hmm. in the woods. Like he's right there. You don't know he's there. He's only, you know, like what. 13, 14 ounces, and he sounds like he's 800 pounds. Yeah, well, right. even a hoot owl. I mean, like, who, 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 who? It, it still gets you to. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that even sounds Halloweenish. Yes. Sound, I mean, that's too perfect. They should. Sounds like a British rock band. Who, Yeah. Who, 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 who the heck are you? But I'm using a different word. <laughs> Um, and Glasgow edition platinum. I've, I'm pretty sure I heard that band before. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I the Bobcat was horrible. I, yeah. I I, I had a, a morning where I, I heard this absolutely foreign sound. I probably was a bird, I, if I had to guess, but I can't describe it. And it was eerie and loud and repetitive the non-stop part gets you yeah and it wasn't it wasn't a cat it wasn't it was it was probably like a bird but then it was it just was a plane was foreign there was nothing i've ever heard like it and i haven't heard it since and it like like you said you just froze in the middle of the woods like you don't you can't go anywhere because you don't know what What's no, coming? So like, what's, wh- whether you've ever been in the woods before or you're a seasoned veteran, if a foreign no- noise that you have not heard will mess with the human brain in the dark, and uh, it sends all that manliness right out the window because the only thing yeah, that you can think you of is what is that? What is that? And when it sounds like it's getting closer, is whenever, like we go out to hunt, you know, ultimately, you know, your heart gets racing. Everybody has had that big buck in their sights or, you know, whatever. Those times in the woods in the dark in the morning when you hear some kind of crazy sound, that makes my heart race even more. I'm like, literally, I I know I'm not in any danger, but your mind plays tricks on you because I literally can see, like, remember the old, I was thinking of that old movie Alligator with that 50-foot alligator in a sewer. He had made, like, (laughs) this weird whistling sound with his nose, and it was real loud or whatever, like, from the 80s. It was really corny, and I'm going... There's an 80-foot alligator in the world. <laughs> and it's pitch black, so you can't see it. You just And you don't know. There's a 20-pound bobcat. <laughs> I get freaked out. I'm not going to lie. I'm not... I'm not going to say that I'm super manly like, you know, like Ryan or, or something like that. Or, <laughs> or Phil. I hear rustle over there and rustle over there and two squirrels. rustle there, yeah. rustle everywhere. Yeah. Rustle. <laughs> yeah. Old McDonald's. You jump three yeah. feet when the Russell chipmunk Simmons runs past or? your foot. Exactly. Like, I'm jumpy as anything out in the woods. Well, rust, rustling, leaves rustling and things like that in the dark can is a whole totally different ball game, too. It and don't it have sounds to, amplified. Yeah. Yes. Or, it don't have to be an animal making a noise. It can be a, a twig crack as long as it's you know in the dark. The other night, we were out hunting. And uh, uh, Will come down to help me, help me track uh, a doe that I had shot. And I heard the truck horn beep close to maybe 100 yards from me. And, uh, you know, I yelled to him. It was maybe 80 yards. I mean, yelled pretty loud. Hey, boss, is that you? He said, yeah. I was like, follow the floodlight. Put the floodlights up in the trees. I'm like, just come 80 yards through the corn right here straight to me. If you're not accustomed to walking through the corn in the pitch dark, there's something about it. Like there is a the corn is wrong. The wheels will come through, and he went. The corn is wrong. I'm not 
because I could hear you coming. Oh, I'm sure. And you came a little quicker <laughs> and a little faster as you got to me. I I put like like I I got about I don't know five stalks in. <laughs> and I'm like, I know this is gonna suck. <laughs> like I I just know it. What was going through your mind? What were you Yeah. Like it's so close quarters and anything can be, be anywhere in there, and you there's know, a lot of rustling. Maybe a clown. It's really a lot loud. of noise. Yeah. Clowns, boogeymen. You know, crazy combine driver. Corn clowns. Corn. <laughs> corn clowns. <laughs> there's nothing worse than corn clowns. Oh. Uh, and, and I just corn for teeth. So I, I I'm like this. This is terrible. You know, this is it's dark as anything. And like you said, there's a lot of noise. It's just there's nothing that. And you have no clue once you get into the middle of a cornfield where the end is. You just have to keep you going. You just have to go. Yeah. You don't know how far, how deep, how long. You're you're gone. You know, you're and you're in the middle of this blackness. Well, just out of curiosity, like do you a know sailor. do you know how far you can go into a cornfield? Halfway. Because once you're there, then you're coming out of it. Yeah. Well here's What if you get turned around, Ryan, and you just keep walking in circles? You're in there forever, like children of the corn. It's a maze. That's why they started that. Show. And that's don't, don't why they analyze it too. That's why they that <laughs> corn is. can get it, spooky. It, it, it's that movie, catfish. Well, that's it is not just we that all movie. need it's to this, say that out loud. It's this time of year, late October is Halloween time. Ooh. It's not it, whether you watch like scary movies or go to the movie theater watch new scary movies like it that just came out i did the bulk of my scary movies when i was younger and that's why it freaks me out yeah (laughs) but even right now even the commercials that are on tbs or whatever are spooky you can't get away from visual aids of just weirdness on television right late at night And and then you get up three hours later dead tired hike up through the hollow go through the corn whatever and you're like Huh. That creepy little girl that climbed out of the television could be anywhere around here. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I told uh, right. My like my wife loves to watch horror movies and I enjoy them too, but I can't sit there and watch them because I get in those situations and my mind can wonder and yeah. in 5 seconds, boom, that little creepy girl could be jumping out of yeah. the tree right beside me. It my, will fail you. My extreme biggest fear in all of life is the creepy little girl. The the movie <laughs> the Ring is the only scary movie I have ever seen because I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch scary movies for that reason because I watched Cujo as a kid and I still have issues with those like St. Bernard dogs. Yeah. So we were in college <laughs> and my roommate Diddy decided we were snowed in. We poor soul. We rented a pizza that had to be brought to the place and this guy had to like, you know, drive a bulldozer to get it to us and he didn't tip him because we're those college goofballs. Sure. This guy was ticked. So we watched this movie. He's like, oh, come on in. Well, crammed up in a little door room. We're watching this movie. He's like, it's all it's called the ring. It's about a little girl. I'm like, all right, whatever. We're sitting around and like there was a part where they opened up a closet and this girl's face melted off. And I looked at him. I was like, what the hell kind of movie is this? Why would you do that? Yeah. That's what I asked him. He's like, oh, no, that's the only bad part. You're good. I've seen it before. I said, I thought you said it just come out. Yeah. He's like, no, you're good. So as the movie goes on, there's like this weird well and there's all this stuff. And now I, I have oh to watch my God. it. Spoiler I, alert. I have to follow this movie. Do you, do you picture doing that crab walk? Yes. No, that's it gets worse. Yes, because okay. that's it. She has this. Don't like, crab walk in a, in, ever, ever in a cornfield. If you crab walk in a cornfield and I shot. stumble on you, you're dead. I'm kicking your guts yes. out. 
do not crab walk. So about, about Noted. towards the end of this movie, this girl, if you say something or do something, she calls you a bunch of times, puts a bunch of circles on your stuff to come kill you. She climbs out of a wet television. Right. That's the whole deal. So this movie's over, and I am totally, I'm in college. I've hunted all, like all around Alaska in the dark. This, I am freaked. Like, I can't even sleep by myself. I'm freaked out. I'm like, all right, I'm leaving the lights You're on. You're like, like Giddy, a little kid. Yeah. Get over here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm leaving the lights on. Hold me. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> so we're in this co-ed dorm, and the, the shower's at the end of the hall. I say, hey, man, I'm going to go grab a shower before bed. You know, I left my lights on, blah, blah, blah. So I go down and grab a shower, right? I come back to bed, close my door. And lay down in my bed, and I'm just freaking out. And I was like, you know what? This is just totally stupid. Mm -hmm. yeah. Turn the lights out and be a man about it. And I'll turn the lights out, and my mind's playing tricks on me because it's dark. <laughs> that son of a bitch, while I was in the shower, stole the remote to my television. Oh. Stuck it under the crack of my door. And before he turned my TV off, he put it on channel zero, right. which was the fuzzy channel, yeah. and cranked the volume to 100. <laughs> and him and Hawk were holding my door shut. They reached under, pushed the power button. I jumped out of bed to the fuzzy channel. They dumped water on my floor where my feet were. And I was trying to buckle the door to get it open because it was just loud, static, fuzzy channel. So yep. to this day, oh not cool. Screw that. To this day, I really don't like. And then for every day I came home from college, I don't like your college friends. Yeah, there was a circle drawn on my door that said, uh, "You have seven more days." Like every day, <laughs> I hated them so bad. Uh, I couldn't get the remote back. I, do you know that's the only TV I've ever kicked okay. and like knocked on the ground to shut up? The power button was off. Like the ones you used to push in, they fell yeah. in. Yeah, so. Having said that, like that girl is in the corn when I'm coming to help you. No With a wet TV. No, every yeah. that's where you need a mini gun, like on the Predator, and just everything dies. Yeah, you just well, mow I, the corn down. So I was taking out maybe four or five rows at a time. Like I'm, my hands are up above me, and uh, you sounded loud from, coming through. Yeah, I was just like, like try and clearing. Like I, my. Fists were at face level to protect. To protect, and I was swinging at anything. You, you, you were walking. Out. You were walking through the corn like the Duke Nukem video game, yes. like the old computer game. Dave, I'm and so glad I didn't dude, go halfway through the corn to meet up with him. I, <laughs> I am, got my ass kicked. You would have got leveled just automatically. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm all out of gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you played Duke Nukem, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, no, I. It's the weirdest feeling, and and the yeah. things that we go through. The things that we endure never make it on a TV show. They never make it on a even a podcast. You know, on a typical podcast, like you don't. Your mind is messed with pretty much every time you go out. You know? so can can I make it worse for you guys for just a minute? Yeah, no. absolutely. Because I'm yeah. I'm about to. And for anybody listening, I apologize in advance, but I don't usually have the problem. I'll go through corn. I'll go through a field. I'll walk through a field like the one spot that I've got to hunt my, my moonwalk. My oh, absolutely, my wife's cousin's property. <laughs> They've had um, like ghost people come out and like clear the spirits because the Gettysburg like, stuff, right? Because it's right exactly. around Gettysburg. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I don't have a problem at all walking through anything in the dark, even if I don't have 
my flashlight with me. I'll use just the ambient light with the moon and the star. I'll get to my stand, no problem. My problem is when I'm in the stand. You're colorblind. And it's quiet. But I still got 45 minutes till I can see anything. Because you're not actually moving. Right. Yes. Now I'm quiet. And every, it, like, a Air mouse paint. that was still yeah. sleeping under my tree farted one time. Mm-hmm. Like, every little noise, you can hear it. So like an elephant and here's falling the thing, out of Mars. That little chick, <laughs> that the chick from uh, the ring from the ring movie that, that does the crab walk and goes yeah. upside down. Yeah, just this is where you're all welcome. She's coming from the tree. She's on the same tree as you. She's up above you, though. No. She's crab walking down. No. So no. now look up. How dare no. you? I'm, Why would you? I'm telling you, this <laughs> is what, that's what's in my you just, head. You just really don't look up. No. It's completely no. quiet, and I'll just hear just that little, like, on a tree up above you. <laughs> look up. There and then, she like, is. It's, the just, light. it's just a wind blowing two dry leaves together is no, all it is. No, Except when you, except when you look up, there she is. There she is. Crap! I swear to God, if I was ever in my tree stand early in the morning, and somebody, you know, because you can't see anything, and somebody like decided to go out with like a camera, what's the thing that uh, you just that Will just got you the camera arm? Yeah. And put just like a seven-inch portable television beside my stand, (laughs) and turn the fuzzy chair. I I wouldn't just fall out of the tree stand. I'd be dead before I hit the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. And I'm the same as Ryan. I don't have like hunting foxes walking through the corn at dark. It's different for everybody. That doesn't bother me as much as it does walking through the water at nighttime. Yeah. We do a lot of catfishing down on the Susquehanna, and when the water's low, you've seen it. We're down at Wounded Knee. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of big, big rocks. Remember I said I was going over to investigate that night. I yeah. got out on the rocks. So years ago, me and my friend, uh, we would go down there, and we would go from rock to rock before dark. It'd be waist deep, chest deep. We'd get on a rock, and we'd fish off the rock. But at 2, 3 in the morning, you have to come back through the river in the dark. And um, we didn't. All, we were younger. We didn't always plan on extra batteries for headlamps and this and that. And I was following Logan one night, and he had the only light. I was following his light. And it's the same thing as the corn. Just one thing brushes against your leg in the river in the daytime, like where we wet wade with all the grass. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what's under there. It can mess with your mind. But in the dark, it's a Loch Ness Monster. Like, it's a bull shark. I, it's yeah. when fucking we, octopus. When we went duck hunting. Yes. We took the kayaks out. It was 3 in the morning. Yes. We took the kayaks out to an island and... On the Susquehanna. Loaded down, you know, every like it was a really, really crazy experience. And that was February. <clears throat> Cold. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um I think we had a, a river otter come up. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't that was my first encounter. Three o'clock in the morning with a river otter. It just that freaks you. Did he make it? <laughs> I, yes, he's fine. That wasn't a river otter, it, but that in that, at that time, river. but I it, peed it my waders. Yeah, it could have been a two thousand pound hippopotamus at that time in the morning. Yeah. Well, there's you don't know uh, where uh, where so. we duck hunt in Maryland on the bay. There's like you'll be walking out setting decoys, and there's holes, and you'll like all of a sudden just go. You'll go down. You just fall. You know, it's, it's only like a foot deep, but that. The first couple times, that can really mess with you. And that is in the dark? Oh, yeah. See, I, I, I love the water. I, I can't live without it. But there's something about walking through the water in the dark 
that still freaks oh, me out. Totally. And I think it goes back to childhood whenever I went like um, skiing at Racetown where you couldn't see through the water. So when you fell water skiing, which I wasn't any good at, which was at like every 10 feet, right. um, the guy that owned the boat thought he would be hilarious. My dad's buddy from the, uh, from the uh, um, factory would be like, Oh, there's giant muskies around you at all times, but don't worry about it. They only like shiny things. And like he'd tell you all the stuff that was in the water. So when you were sitting there floating, waiting for him to come back, he would do circles around you. And you're like, okay, get me out of the water. Get me out of the water. Get me out of the water. And I was very little. So to me, now it's like, if I can't see what's under me, it still is. Uh, and thanks a lot for uh, what's the guy's name that wrote Jaws in 84, whatever, that changed the world? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Stanley Kubrick? Whatever. No, you're no, a jerk. That was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> shiny. D.B. Cooper. I couldn't go in a swimming pool as a child because Arthur of that. Arthur Digby Without Sellers. somebody else being in the pool. <laughs> it's so funny you say that, Catfish, because it's like we, we all know it's like as being like outdoorsmen and fishermen, it's like we know what's we out there. Yeah. But yet, as soon as you put us in that situation where it's like you can't see through the water or it's dark, we're just like... Oh no, no, that's that's fucking. Well, I like yeah. how the the moon can play tricks on you too. If there's a full moon, oh yeah, you know if you it can shine a little bit differently through the trees yeah, the and shadows. Light, it can light something else. Oh, up. that freaks me out. And one time I was I was backpacking on the Appalachian Trail by myself. I was doing a, a solo like um, overnight. So I'm in my tent in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden my tent is completely lit up, just bright. I'm just like, oh no, you know. Somebody shine a spotlight on my tent. You know, Aliens. This is three in the morning. Yeah. You're gonna get probed. Yeah, shine definitely. <laughs> here, here, so and I'm completely freaked out. Don't know what to do by myself. Like, you just. So what did you do? You probably just laid face down. <laughs> Let the UFOs do what they want. Yeah. You're already screwed at that point. Yeah. Exactly. No, and I'm like. Make this is like 15. Over. This is a 15 mile hike that day. I'm camping 15 miles on the Appalachian Trail. Here is the moon just shining down through the trees, uh, the the special way to light up my tent. You know, it only happened at that, you know, that amount of time in the middle of the night, yeah. and just completely freaked me out. Yeah, that, that's how the human mind works. I I go. It goes back for me like, I trust nothing. Just the other night when we were catch, um, catching your deer, catching deers. How many did you catch? <laughs> when we were tracking your deer. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, catfish. This guy drove up. The same guy drove up the road three times. He's like, he's just curious. Will calm down. <laughs> I, I just literally thought it did paranoid a little bit. We're gonna get messed with. Yeah. yeah. I just I I don't trust anything. I don't like anything. Uh, when I was with Kyle. Uh, <laughs> It's like real close to everything, and uh, and at the same time, last year, that clown crap came up. Yeah. You know, so all I could think about is clowns coming out in the woods and me having to handle a clown. There's and he no did. handling he a clown. An old clown. There's no handling. There's just a, there's just the broadhead straight through the jugular. Uh, Hiya, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and clown. for all joking aside, you know, we want to be extremely. Um, hunter safety, hunt, you know, safety, safety in the wood comes first. But if you're stupid enough to walk through the woods in archery season in Pennsylvania or any state for that matter with a giant clown costume on right at dark uh, or in a day, yeah, you're playing with these same human brain emotions that mess with you. And if you run into a guy that doesn't like clowns, you should just consider totally. yourself you're getting an arrow through the eyeball. I mean, you totally disrespect me. 
yes. when you do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, if I, there's one thing I know about Will, he does not like to be disrespected. <laughs> do not. <laughs> well, back to your point, too, Dave. It's like there's been times where I've been sitting in the woods. Have you been lit up in the woods? Yeah. The moon. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> the moon got me. <laughs> the moon got me. <laughs> but it's like you're sitting there and it's like you see like these flashes or these like lights and you're and you know it's not like another hunter and it's like, all right, is that a ghost? Is that like what's going on? Is somebody messing with me? And it, like you said, it's like your mind just starts going. It's like, yeah. all right, what what's going on here? What is right at daylight, it was a branch moving back and forth from a house way over there to turn a light on, and it's never been on before. Yeah, yeah. in my park, in the the parking spot where I hunt now, there's a spot where the giant rubs are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there, if you look over, there's a spot yeah. where, um, if, at night, it looks like there's a mama bear and two cubs. The bl- <laughs> there's the black spots there. Yeah, but if you shine a light over there it's like the space is in between stumps right yeah and it looks you know it it's freaky have, have any of you guys ever had any scary experiences with animals we're talking about things that you know you're kind of your mind plays tricks on you any actual yeah absolutely we uh we went, we, me and my father years ago. Did you won. listen to the down in the hole? I, okay. <laughs> yeah, but Catfish owned that one. That was, uh, that was my fault. Yeah. That but years ago, me and my dad won a hog hunt on, uh, like a ranch. I believe it was up in Tioga, Pennsylvania. And, um, I was fairly young. My dad took me on this hunt and they walked us to, like, it was a random, you picked a number, they give you a tree stand area and, you had the option to to if in your area set your stand up where you wanted if you wanted to take a stand. So I took a small ladder stand that was only eight feet off the ground with one section of ladder, and because he told me where I had picked was like these two ravines, and it went up onto this top ravine, and you could like shoot across the ravine, but you know if you had a really tall ladder stand, you kind of defeated the purpose of angles, blah blah blah. So I took just one section of ladder and carried it in, and. Um, Mind you, it wasn't a heavy ladder stand back then. Dad and I built it. But I had just recently had a football injury, like a slightly pulled groin, so it was a little slower. So the guy that took me in had this turf, giant... Turf groin. Turf, yeah. <laughs> he had this giant pistol on the side of him, and he's like, you know, just in case. They can be very aggressive, these hogs. So we're going in in the dark and blah, 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 and it's actually breaking daylight. We're getting there late, and I'm starting to set my tree stand down, and he, I'm like, dude, I'm good. Go. You like go help somebody else or whatever. I'll hunt here all day. They give me a walkie-talkie channel. Call me if you get one. So I'm setting up the tree stand in this giant. I remember what they said. A couple a hunt a couple weeks earlier, they had three big giant red stags on this property, and they didn't kill the big bull. Nobody got it, but it was in heat. And they said, "This is your trophy today. If anybody sees this red stag, it's free. Just you know, it's it's a bonus." So everybody yeah. was super excited for this. So as I'm setting up the tree stand, I hear something behind me. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's a hog. And I turn around, and not 20 yards from me, I have this, like, once again, your mind plays tricks on you. It's just getting daylight. It was like the movie The Last Unicorn, this giant red snarling bull-looking yeah. thing looking red at eyes. me. Yeah, like like going back and forth, <laughs> drooling. It was goes, this giant. Hey, catfish. Yeah. It was this giant <laughs> red stag, which is much, much bigger than a whitetail, yeah. looking at me. And I'm like, oh, man. 
it moseyed off. It didn't do anything. But as I was setting up, I didn't even get the strap up yet. And three big hogs ran past my stand. I'm going, man, damn, this, this day is just. Anyhow, I got up the stand. So I had a couple of scares. This red stag comes up and down the ridge a couple times all morning. And he got into with an archery range twice. And both times I tried to take a shot at him. And I couldn't get a shot, whether it be a tree or whatnot. I had a giant scare because that was the first time that my heart had raced so crazy once I had the shot that I almost fell out of the tree stand. I actually couldn't get the shot. I almost shot the arrow up into the air because what happened was my right foot had come off the back of the tree stand as I tried to adjust my feet and totally lost my balance. Thank God my backpack was on a hook that I grabbed. Got myself recentered. It ran off. Somebody else shot it, of course, blah, blah, blah. But I couldn't think of anything else but this red stag. So as I got down to head out, I never gave it a thought after hunting hogs all day that I was in any danger of hogs and literally had this hog freaking chase after me. Like it come up the hollow at me and it was coming up. Didn't get close, but had to climb up a little tree with a pulled groin and sit there and go, really? And it just circled the tree and moseyed off. Like it didn't want no part of me. But to me, it might as well have been a pack of 600 pit bulls coming <laughs> yeah. at me. Rottweilers. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow. Did you ever ever run in with snakes? <laughs> On a plane? <laughs> Two copperheads. Snakes don't bother me. We were out pheasant hunting the other day, and I caught one, put it in my pocket. I was going to mess with Hunter, but somehow it climbed out of my pocket. My hands. I was <laughs> They'll like, do that. I was putting my hand up to Lacey's face. I was like, here, smell this. This is what garter snakes smell like. <laughs> smell my fingers. <laughs> That's garter snake Smell fingers. Smell my snake fingers. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> She's screaming, leave me alone. I hate snakes. <laughs> no, that was a good scare. I didn't, I mean, I've been close to skunks a few times that I thought were going to spray me. That's scary enough. Nobody wants to be sprayed oh, by a skunk. Yeah. That's yeah. my biggest fear going in the stand in the morning. Well, you the don't know. I mean, you could step on a copperhead. You could be sprayed by a skunk. You oh, know. you step over any log. Any log freaks me out. Yeah. And I mean, you're in Pennsylvania. There's porcupines. I'm just freaked Is out. It the height in the woods. Stepping over a log, you don't want to get too high. <laughs> Rabbit raccoons. Everything freaks Rabbit me raccoons. out in the woods. Have you ever seen the movie Critters? I hide it nah. though. Do I? Oh my god. It. It's not the little things, guys, that bothers me anymore. It's those big things. <laughs> what are like the asteroids? What freaks you out, Phil? <laughs> the black Meteors. bear. Porcupines. I'll, I'll cut the chase right now. The black bear. I had a pants. Onloading experience, if you will. <laughs> On board. <laughs> I mean, I hate it when I unload in my pants. <laughs> and so, something docked. Yeah, yeah. I had a. Yeah, the, I touched cotton. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a big bear, right? So, first of all, I mean. They had teeth. <laughs> it, 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 There's, yes, Kyle. Bears claws. have teeth. <laughs> and he was closer than any deer was this season, yeah. too. I mean, guys, I, I mean. You, First of all, you weren't I could have quite, shot him. Let's back up. You weren't even quite over your jitter of being up that high in a tree stand. Not at all. So you already have slight jitter. Yeah. And I, then this 1,600-pound black bear walks out. <laughs> well, I'm getting ready to get out of the stand. Right. Rotten boar. It's dark. It's getting Rotten dark. Boar. And I forgot my headlamp down at the truck. The Every whammy is against you right here. Oh, right now. I, I no, no headlamp, and it's dark. What about your cell phone? I had that. No pepper spray. For now. <laughs> black, bear, black bears can spray just like a skunk at nighttime only. You do know that. <laughs> <laughs> they will knock you down oh, and man, spray all over you, you know, behind. If he sprayed me, I'm lucky. 
Because at that point, I'm thinking he can climb right up here and eat me. Well, sure he could. And yeah. so you got the yeah. black bear coming up the tree, the little girl coming down the tree. Yeah. Crab walk. You're yeah. stuck in the middle. You're oh. done. Pterodactyl's flying. I'm pincer movement in. You know, I'm I'm hosed. So what what time was this? This was like right at three three right at dark seven thirty seven thirty seven what seven thirty yeah so, seven, so seven what 30. what did you do? So you come down out of the tree in this like what was your like what was it like coming down? I would like to yeah, see the, the first couple steps. Were they creeping or were they just fold out run for the truck? Well, first of all, I have to get the hunter harness off of the tree in the dark. In the almost with, dark. With no headlamp. In the dusk. With no hand la- headlamp. With a bear in the stand with you. Yes. No, he already passed. <laughs> Without thumbs, it's really hard for him to get oh, through so his Oh, so you shot him. Yes. No, he just he, walked on by. He's so still chased, alive so out there. you chased him away. No, he didn't even know I was there. I'm still prey. Phil I'm just got prey. his knife out and just cut the harness off. He's like, it's Will's anyhow. <laughs> I'm out. I, I almost I'm out. Buckman out. Drew Bob out. No. If I did that, I would not have dropped my phone. Is this why you were telling me about building a zip line down to the truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Complete on. A team zip line down. BA Baracus. Out of the chopper. Yes. So, what is it like coming, like deciding, like, you're, you're like, I have to come down now? Um, steady the legs, get them stopped from shaking. Did you slide down like a fireman? No, it was a ladder, and I was shaky legged every time I put one leg down. It took a little bit to get down there. Though, yeah, I imagine. Huh? Yeah. yeah, especially for me to turn around because yeah. I dropped the phone <sighs> when I turned to get the hunter harness off the trunk of the tree above me. So my phone dropped, and I. Laying right beside your headlamp, and just and just like a mind bad word moment, I started. I watched that phone drop, so it's in my mind's eye. That's my body twirling, twirling, twirling. (laughs) I don't know how many twirls you would do twenty feet. The good news is it only cracked the screen, bud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So the and I'm still using it. So only your screen would be cracked if you fell. Yeah. He, he can't call home for a lifeline, though, at this point. He's man, out there with the bear. But I still need to get my body down. Your I didn't screen. even realize that, and I didn't even care. I'm like, that's just my phone. That's just a thing. You know, that's a first-world problem. And they never tell Phil that every ladder stand in the market is made with the last step three times as big as the first step. <laughs> so you're at your ladder, and they're like reaching down. There's nothing there. You still feel like you're 10 feet in the air. I was like a little like a kid dangling his feet. <laughs> you know, like help me. how'd that go? The, the listeners can't see that. No, that, no. No, that I get it. Yeah, bud. I got it. So you, I got it. So you painstakingly get down out of the stand. I get my feet on the first rung, and then I'm still shaking. Like I, I'm surprised I don't even take it backwards on me. You know. What do you mean took it backwards on you? Like shaking so hard I fall backwards with the ladder falling on top of me. Oh. Like a three stooges like John Belushi well, walking in, backwards on zombie. the sorority when he sees the you know the the good looking gal changing moment. So what when your feet back. hit the ground. That was a reference to animal house. What was your first gotcha. thought when you got that. on the ground? Did you ever see uh, video of when like Pope John Paul II landed. Oh yeah, just last night on the moon, and he would kiss, get off the off the plane and kiss the ground. 
I, no. I basically kissed the ground that I, I put my feet on. Why are you watching? The, yeah. Thanking the good Lord that I was Where back on solid earth. You know, I would hate to be your YouTube, your YouTube channel. You know, <laughs> so you saw a black bear and the Pope <laughs> and a little girl. And I want to know: Is it true? It's all true. It's, it's a, all true. Does a bear poop in the woods? He didn't in front of me, but if he did, I'd have seen no, but him. No, but the Buckman does. Yeah, the, bu- the Buckman poops in the woods oh, when the black the, bear comes to The her. Buckman did poop in the woods. Touching cotton. Or rubber nickels. It's <laughs> the rubber <laughs> nickels again. Rubber nickels. <laughs> so... I'm, I want to I want to piggyback on on Phil's story and just say I'm proud of him. I mean, first of all, for not still being, being up, up, in up the there. Tree. Well, for not still being up there, but being up in the tree stand in the first place. But getting down in the dark or close to it when the bear's there. Now he had the luxury of watching that bear walk off. My oh, he was still waiting to eat me. I had <laughs> I had a bear encounter about four years ago, and this bear. So you didn't have any clothes. <laughs> I did, but the Clean bear it up a little here. Ryan. The bear was bear. It was a bear bear encounter. For those of you who know about bears and bears in Pennsylvania, like dudes, specifically black bears. <laughs> like but is this like Matt no. knowledge of bears or our knowledge Work of with bears? Me here. If if a bear has become too comfortable around people. Yeah, that's what they call a nuisance bear, right? So if you have sightings of bears in Trash. people's backyard, going through, through trash bins, things like that, a nuisance bear will get darted and tagged. Yeah, and they do it, it with ear tags, but they only Pennsylvania Game Commission will only tag a nuisance bear twice. Relocate it twice. They'll only relocate it twice until it becomes so you get a too tag much of a here, nuisance. Right? Tag there. If a third time it's identified. <laughs> They have to take it out because at this point it doesn't have any fear right. of humans. Plus, they're hard to trap the after the second time. They get real smart to the trap, so it's like impossible for them yeah. to. They'd yeah. have to tranquilize like it. Like bear ninjas with deer paws. I think I remember this story. You you might. Mm-hmm. Um, I this told is a scary it. It story. might be on one of the lost episodes. To be honest. I'm gonna but, I'm gonna step out because I've heard this story now, and not because I don't want to hear it, yeah. because. Every inch of me wants to ruin it right now. (laughs) (laughs) What's amazing about the bear and Phil's story that he told about his black bear encounter was almost counterintuitive to every experience I've had with the bear where they did not, they didn't make any noise, right? Yeah. They are so surprisingly quiet for the size of them. Mm. Uh, Oh, we've been saying that for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Ultimate predator. They, they really are. Well, so no. I'm in I'm in this stand, and it's a giant split oak tree. At the base of this thing, I can't get... I had to get a special strap for the steps I was using because I couldn't get the straps I have around this tree. That's a big one. It's big. But about four or five foot up, it splits into two big trunks that sort of run you know up parallel to each other. I'm, I'm climbing up to the right-hand side. Get my stand up there. I'm maybe about 18, 20 foot up. Up to the Ryan's, Ryan's nest. I'm on the Ryan. I'm in the Ryan's nest. Yes, it's a beautiful spot. I killed a doe there the year before. Always see oh, deer. You should tell us about that. Well, it's it's a special place only me and DK know about. We aren't going to tell you. We talk about it on the pontoon boat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's near Cadoras. I'll uh, tell you about it. Not surprised. No and we just lost two members tonight. Right? <laughs> That's all right. It's a two sharing a mic. We're good. So, anyway, 
cut to the chase here. I'm in this stand, and I love this stand, and I'm looking out ahead of me. The problem is, like I said, it's this big giant tree that splits. The, the trunk itself splits. And just to my left is a tree as big around as the one I'm sitting in, right? So I can't see anything directly to my left. Excuse me. Um, but, of course, it's dry. Lots of dead leaves on the ground. I should be able to hear anything. I can hear the squirrels running around a couple hundred yards out. All of a sudden, I thought I might have heard something off in the distance. I kind of turn my head to the left and hear no more than eight foot from the base of the tree. Out pops a black bear. Wow. And I knew it was a big bear right. because, like I said before, the base of this tree, before it splits, I can't get my arms around it. So just picture yourself... Air hugging like your your aunt or bear hugging Aunt Bessie, right? Poor yeah, air hugging Aunt Bessie, heart. where you can't get <laughs> your hands her around her 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 back. Now that's as big around as this tree is. This bear's ass, not bear ass, but this bear's ass. No close ass ha- end on hairless. this thing is bigger around than the base of this tree. What? Mm. Come on, now. it's massive. I'm telling you, so it's, it's massive. Twerking it. And it's twerking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And and I look down, and I'm just in awe. I've seen plenty of black bear in the woods when I'm hunting from an elevated position. Plenty. Don't. It doesn't phase me. Not worried about it. Not a lot phases you. Right. Well, I'm, I'm you know, stone, good like that. Stone cold. Stone cold. I have no emotion. <laughs> but this thing is giant. One less than one emotion. And all of a sudden, I realize he... He's coming to directly to my tree. He takes one or two more steps toward the base of my tree, and then whoop, up on his back feet, and boof, the paws go up no. on the tree. And now he's looking at me with his nose almost touching one of my uh, tree steps, what? and he's going like I can hear. This is the sound I hear. You can hear him. Oh, yeah. I can Smelling hear him you. sniffing around the tree, and he's looking up at me. And he's kind of bobbing his head from side to side. And again, his hind quarters are bigger around than the base of this tree that I couldn't get my hands around. It smells like Twizzlers. And I look down, and I look at him. Big yeah. boy's got two earrings in. Uh-oh. He's already been relocated twice. Gold hoops. He's got no fear of humans. <laughs> and I'm going, Bad this news. ain't cool. Right? So I knew there's bear in the area. I don't carry a gun, or I didn't used to. When I was in this area hunting, but I thought, I'm going to let him get about 16 foot up this tree before I sink an arrow chest deep, because if my arrow doesn't kill him, then the fall might help. Right, right, right. But if he starts, like, he's, he's coming up, there's nothing to stop him. Mm-mm. Just me and him. That's not going to take him long to you get know, six I mono don't know, mono. I don't know, like... I've seen bear running up trees on on YouTube. Uh-huh. I mean, if you never looked at that, please do yourself a favor over your lunch hour. Type in like bear climbing trees, climbing trees, hunters, whatever, and and just watch some of that. It's crap. scary. It's scary. But I don't know how much a bear can affect you with like three paws on the tree. It still bite you. His teeth are nasty. But here's the thing. I'm also not thinking clearly, right? So as you're walking through the corn, guess what? Well, 
You're in central Pennsylvania. There's really no such thing as monsters. Nothing's going to hurt you, bud. No, I get But it. when you're walking through that corn, Everything's it'll mess with you. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. now I've got probably a 600-pound bear that oh, ain't afraid of humans standing at the base of the tree sniffing. I get it. I'm not, like, ta- I'm not trying to take away from your story. That really Don't get sensitive. No, I'm not. Why are you taking away yeah. from his story? I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to, to make oh, it more, okay. excited, Steve, more exciting. Steve, you made a really good observation of what... What real scares you in the woods? If a bear came up a tree after me in the woods and tore my kneecap off while I was trying to sink an arrow into his chest. Right. I think that honestly Sounds scary. that that would be <laughs> top I, of your in list. The, in the back of my mind, I would still be afraid if I'm aiming at the bear, I can't be aiming at the girl above me. So <laughs> you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome thanks, for that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but and the reason that I wanted to to, to piggyback this on Phil's story was you know, the bear sniffed around for a little bit, and then about as quick as it was there, it was gone because a little further off to my left, right, di- directly the direction the bear went, really thick, young, like soft, is it white pine that has the, like the softer needles? Yeah, like Douglas the lo- fir. The, like the long Douglas yeah. fir type stuff. The long, soft needles, and just super thick. You can't. There's no trail to go through it. It's thicker than uh, walking through a cornfield. This bear walks into that, and that's it. Disappears. Yeah. He gone. And I was planning to get out of the tree in about a half hour. Uh, Ryan stayed an extra two hours that day. <laughs> <laughs> and when Ryan that? came down, I got out of those woods. It's probably about a 300-yard trek through the woods. From my the base of my tree out to my truck, I did in about four point five seconds. <laughs> That's exactly what Michelle Harms was saying, and yeah. I don't know how she does those things when one chased her up her tree stand, and then you still have it in you to keep going out to the same location. Yeah. After yeah. seeing that in your head, like if you came through the corn and you actually saw a clown, you'd never walk in the corn ever again. <laughs> no, I'd be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, it's like we've been covering all these. Fake stories, but I mean, right. the truth is, I mean, we're just as susceptible to the real life stuff. And I mean, I've had experience similar to Ryan's where I was hunting thick mountain laurel up in northern Pennsylvania and opening day a rifle, and same thing. A freaking black bear and her cubs come barreling through the laurel 30 yards. Well, that's the worst. And, and exactly. So you're thinking, oh, great. She's with her cubs, and on top of that, the cubs start climbing the tree. And that's when you know it's like... Oh, it's right, on. Yeah. And so I had to stare down with probably about a 300-pound black bear. And with cubs. With cubs. And I've and never seen it, but they say that that can be the most dangerous thing there is. Any bear with its cubs has zero fear of anything. Like, but, and they're extremely aggressive. But, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we, we're we more afraid of the, the fake stuff than we are of the black yeah, bear. That's true. <laughs> the human, that's yeah, so the true. stuff we make up yeah. in the back of our brains is much scarier than the real yeah. stuff. Yeah, we don't, we don't think about the real stuff. We're just like, ah. La- last year I was walking out of the woods, and where I was at was about a 30-minute walk on this public land, pretty big piece of land. And... Um, <clears throat> It's one of those nights, like Phil was saying, you know, your your headlamp battery was out. My cell phone was dead, so I had no no light at all and had to walk this, this trail out. And the owls were hooting, and they are going back and forth. And they make a pretty eerie sound when they fly, too, and they're pretty loud. Yeah. So they're crossing, and they're, they, you know, was, they're going back and forth in this hollow I was in. And uh, I make it, and I'm probably like two, 300 yards away from my truck. 
And so I'm already walking fast, already kind of high heartbeat from those, those owls. Well, all of a sudden I started hearing this loud, loud crashing and it's getting closer to me. And this is like right behind me. So I just start taking off because this loud crashing. Here are trees falling behind me through the woods. Don't know where. It was actually, like I looked at it the next day. It, it landed pretty close to the trail. But that was a, uh, a touching cotton moment too. So <laughs> I just had a big branch. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, and I mean, I had, I had my bow. I had my climbing stand. And I just took off as fast as I could running because... I didn't know what it was exactly, but then when I heard the final thud, I knew it was a tree, but I mean, it could happen anywhere. Oh, I didn't even think about that. We didn't even speak about that, listening to a fallen tree in the dark. There's some there's some eerie feeling about that, because they ever, all of them make different cracking sounds yeah. before they fall. And hey, I've heard a few of them do it from a distance, and it's it's bigger than life. Oh, yeah, and you, it sounds way closer than it ever yeah. is. And you don't know exactly where it is either. Like the direction. It always know. starts off slow. Yeah. Yep. And that's how this one was. I was like, oh, what is that? And then by the time I was really crashing, I was full out sprint, yep. run as fast yeah, as I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mommy. Exactly. <laughs> Have you exactly. got, has anybody been lost? Yes. I ain't telling that story tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to tell that story. <laughs> But I mean, other than that, have you been lost any other time? I've been badly confused. I don't know if I've ever been lost. I've been turned around. Yeah, I'd say turned around. So in Pennsylvania terms, turned around, badly confused. Um, yeah, that's all shit lost. You're lost. We were hiking and we were supposed to be on a two-day trail and it was a big loop. Somehow we got put onto the three-day trail. Like five days later, we ran out of oodles and noodles. <laughs> no, at like seven o'clock when it was supposed to get dark at eight o'clock, and we were supposed to be already at the truck two hours ago. All we had was this bucket of morels. Well, see, that's a whole different freak out yeah. in, your, in your mind going like, what? Well, the, the funny thing is, we're like, oh, well, we're in a blueberry patch. Maybe we can, like, we'll get some blueberries quick because we're fully out of food. No bears are there. Yeah, there's no danger there yeah, whatsoever. What, yeah, we're eating, we're eating blueberries for five minutes, and we're like, it's getting close to dark, and we're eating blueberries in a blueberry patch. It's huh. common knowledge of blueberry patches are copperhead breeding grounds. That's where, that's where it is. Spraying yeah. copperheads. Spraying yeah. copperheads on top of black bears. I mean, I, I, I said earlier, I mean, I don't think anybody's ever seen the movie Critters. It's an old movie with these little round critters that have big glowing <laughs> yeah. eyes. That, they're, they're like, like hedgehogs, the right? They're like, they're like round hedgehogs with big teeth, and they shoot poison darts at you. Yeah, like and my, did see that. my Uncle Hank Phil, had you me. you ever see Critters? No, never seen that movie. Huh. My Not uncle Hank guy. had me convinced Horrible. that porcupines could gotcha. shoot poisonous darts at you. <laughs> I was what? scared to death uh, the first time I saw a porcupine. As usual. When I was a kid. <laughs> I was torn which tradition. story to go with when as you had just brought up porcupines when <laughs> Phil broke into his bear story. Like the other really creepy story I had was a porcupine that was nested in a tree no more than four or five feet from my tree stand. Making so all kinds I climbed, of racket. No, it didn't. Oh, until just at, at daybreak, it decided to climb down. So I'm sitting there, and I'd been there for half an hour. Nothing moved. Everything's dead quiet. And then all of a sudden, just... Like, like right beside you. Like three, four feet away from my face. I'm like, kick? what? Yeah. What is that? The girl. <laughs> the damn girl's here again. Scissor kicker. Well, this was all like pre... Yeah, that makes me to make that. Well, they make a they make a ton of racket for as slow as they move. Yeah. Did you ever hear a porcupine climbing down a tree? I have not. I've heard them chewing on the bark. Yeah, I mean they're not graceful. 
It's like a turkey landing in a tree at night. Yeah. Only in reverse because it's morning. <laughs> and upside and down. it's not a turkey. Gotcha. And it, yeah. <laughs> it's it, I, all these things have very distinctive sounds. I was lost. I was, yeah, I was like 13 years old, 14 years old, and uh, we—I really wasn't lost. But that perception of being lost, you know, is just overwhelming. We were walking, and I don't know. Maybe it was a small game. I can't remember exactly. I just remember walking, and every now and then I could see my uncle. I could see him, and then I couldn't see him anymore. And I didn't know where we were going. He just said, you know, you start here, walk out the mountain, and I'll be down here, and you walk, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know we weren't always not going to see each other. And I got, I just thought, I'm gone. You know, he, I can't, I don't know where he is. Don't he, know my way back. I don't know yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was just the Sure, worst. I'm in Missouri by now. <laughs> I was Shell Knob for sure. Halfway to Shell Knob. Yeah. And, and, but no, I'm going out this mountain. And you could easily walk down the mountain to a road. It's, a PA is not that complex to get, you know. But I was so young. That wrecked me for a while. Sure, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Well, I, had a- I was yelling in the woods. I, I ruined everyone's time. I was like, <laughs> Uncle Brent. <laughs> yelling. Oh, it was His head pops up over the knoll below. You go, what do you want? <laughs> it's a right here. Stop yelling. <laughs> it's a different kind of scary, but I had a, a bit of a humbling experience. While I had two of my kids and a niece with me, we were we were up in the woods upstate. These are, these are woods that I have been in so many times. And checking trail cameras, and I said, Hey, I want to walk out the the edge of this swamp, go through these pines. I'm looking for another spot to put a stand. Let's just walk out here about three, four hundred yards. We'll hang a hard left. We'll be back at the truck before we know it. Like I know these woods. So we go out through and we make our hard left. And the kids are like, Where are we at? The swamp's getting thick and nasty. I'm like, and it's it's extra wet over here. That's why we usually don't hunt it. Like we're fine, we're fine. Let's just keep walking. We should be out here. You know, we'll come out on the other side of the swamp. We'll be back in some pines, and then we'll be at the road. And all of a sudden, the swamp breaks a little bit. Now we're back in some pines, and I'm like, "Look at this! Somebody's got a trail camera right here." As I go walking up, I'm like, "That's oh, that's my trail camera." We're easily three quarters of a mile away from where I thought we were. Oh. And the kids are looking at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, we just walked in a circle. I have no idea how that just happened. But somehow, we walked in a circle. (laughs) And, like, I've never had that experience in my life. I have pretty good sense of direction, especially in the woods. Right. It was unsettling. Yeah. An unsettling feeling to be able to just have done that. And that's how, even in Pennsylvania, people will get lost in the woods. and. Yeah, when yeah. when you start push plowing your way through brush or swamp, mm-hmm. it, it's almost guaranteed. You could have the best sense of direction in the world, but when you start just trying to find the path of least resistance to go a certain direction, up is now down. That's why yeah. I just point and go, the road's over there, Will, and he just goes right straight through the jaggers. I'm like, don't turn, just keep <laughs> <Don't> going. <laughs> 
my uncle told me this is funny. He, I'll try to make it super quick. Yeah. Thanks. He had a. Uh, <laughs> that is not your mo in any way, shape, or form. And I'm frankly glad that you don't have a lot of woods experience, because this wouldn't be about us at all. No wood. The striper, the striper fishing trip we went on was extremely hey, dangerous. Hey, we should talk about that. There was a lot of scare. I almost we, fell into we Chesapeake. We almost fell over. <laughs> that like, guy, I got lost on my way I back from the end of the pier. The, the pier was extremely <laughs> long. It was, it, was kind of it was too straight. Yeah, it's yeah, too it straight. Straight uh. over the rail. Uh, almost too straight. So anyway, so he had a um, he doesn't anymore, but he had a bear uh, guiding business up in Maine, and it's pretty much policy when you're in a new place. Someone puts you in a stand, like, don't go anywhere. Just, yeah. they know where to get you. Um, so he, he uh, this guy, you know, he puts this guy in a stand, whatever, he comes back after the end of a bear hunt. He's not there. Um, has to end up track this guy, tries, to, you know, to find him. And when he ends up finding him, the guy's got most of his clothes balled up in his what in his arms and he's been crossing like these bogs and like swamps and stuff he said but did we cross any ponds <laughs> or bogs to get in here he's like why would you do that the guy just got turned around completely he's like why would you think that we did that, and we said we didn't do that. We go out hunting, Ryan, and I'm going, all right, let's go. And we get to the tree stand, and at the end of the day, you're swimming across the river to get back. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We now. didn't, yeah. We, we didn't. didn't go across the river, Ryan. <laughs> I thought we were at Will's house. <laughs> I was trying to make my way back. And a lot of this stuff happens before cell phones and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and up in Maine, you don't always have your cell phone, so it you can get turned around. I'm a forest simpleton, but I would know, like, if I didn't. Not cross a river, not to cross a river when I go home. Yeah, you say that when you're not lost. Well, that's the yeah. that's, that's, that's the bad part about but, Alaska. But, but the thing just... of it is, is when I'm lost, I I know I'm lost and I'm panicking, but I know not to panic, and I know to use some freaking common sense until you and start if panicking. I not, if I did not cross a river, I should not cross another river to get out of that situation. That's common sense. Solves problem solving. Yeah, I mean, you start like counting on your fingers. You're like one, two. Yeah, like I go back to like buckle I my shoe. <laughs> I go back to the most simple thing: one, two, buck one, two, three, four. Shut the door. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously that guy's grandpa or something taught him when when in doubt, just cross a bunch of cross bogs. A bog. A bog. Take all your bog. take all your clothes smart. off and go through the <laughs> thickest, nastiest water off. that's spooky in the dark. Main Especially wood. when you didn't have to do that getting in. Uh, his dad taught him squirrel frog cross the ball. <laughs> yeah, squirrel frog cross the ball. Squirrel frog. And anyway, that I mean that's an extreme, you know, funny story. But I mean that like, it could have obviously yeah. if they that's didn't find sense. the guy and he. Well, you know, and that could thing, get bad. Like but you were saying earlier, up in Maine though, it's Halloween all the time. It's dark. It's spooky. Yeah. It's a different kind of woods. Oh yeah. I wouldn't want to be wet and lost. Anywhere up in the Northwoods. So, and 
I mean, yeah, it's survival is, is not intuitive. I got turned around in Alaska one time, and the difference with there is you can't go anywhere without crossing some kind of water. You can cross 30 creeks and and turn around and cross six and be back. It's weird. It's just so much water. A lot like Tyler says in, you know, in Canada, it's just you can't really, like, you don't even hike up there with any boots other than, like, hip waders. Right. You know, like the tall, thigh-high waders. It's just the normal shoes. But they have what's called altars up there, which are really super heavy, dense thickets. So, like, we call them hedgerows or whatever, but these are, like, big circles. And you got to, like, go around one, but there's six million other ones. <laughs> so, like, as you're going through this maze, almost like the shining of, like, and it's all of a sudden you turn around and you're going... You literally don't have any clue where you are, and it can be extremely. I'll tell you a story sometime. It can be extremely disoriented, and when you're 200 miles from the nearest dirt road, you it's it's extremely. That's lost. It's. I was badly confused yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> it was slightly turned around for 13 days. I was badly confused. <laughs> no, it's it can be it's being lost in the woods is. Um, can be more scary than because then not only are you dealing with the dark and dealing with the things your mind thinks of that are around you but your panic syndrome because the realization that you don't know where you are that gets real real quick yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. oh yeah hey now before we wrap this up i just want to say we have it pretty easy because we're in pennsylvania boys there are folks listening to this right now they're like these dudes don't have any idea. Like what? we are, even with Black Bear around, and as scary as they can be, Phil, even with Black Bear, we're still the top of the food chain. There's no mountain there, lions. There are places, and there are people listening to us right now that are hunting in those places where they go walking out to a stand in the dark. And cross they, gator infested they water. They are top of the food yeah. chain, and it's going to be gators. It's going to be mountain lions. It's going to be packs of wolves. Copperheads. I mean... Cottonmouth. You don't know what you're going to get into in some of these places. I just thank the Chupacabra. Or Chupacabra. Rattlesnakes. That guy, too. Chupacabra. Yeah, Chupacabra. Yeah, you but you're right. Like people Chupacabra listen to this are going to go, really? Yeah. 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 Like, Junior. Like one, one time I shined my light across the prairie and there was a pack of wolves standing there licking their chops. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of a cute black bear story you had. Yeah, but like those, the, that's what those guys are thinking. Yeah, in the dark one time I had a dragonfly yeah. land on my nose and freaked me out. But it's all what you're accustomed to. <laughs> and those guys have, I'm sure, they've got cotton touch moments that they oh, can yeah. tell us about. Absolutely. But that's what the podcast is about. Yeah. Talk to us about those stories. We want to hear where you were worried. About the pack of wolves we, or the mountain lion that was sound. We want to be scared with you. Or Halloween, yeah, the freaky girl in the tree, the TV. Well, so she comes out of stumps too. I'm just, I hate. I didn't bring that up. She's in every dead stump there is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, every dead God. hollow stump. Stop. There's a freaky little she, creepy. She knows, she knows your name. Let me tell you something. If I'm ever in the woods in the dark, and I hear somebody say my name in the dark, now shit's on. <laughs> The the three hundred wind mag is going off in any direction. They know too much. I will empty my entire. <laughs> they belt. know too much. Yeah, we're out there, and I hear Shane. Things are dying. What if he repeats himself? <laughs> Shane. I'm shooting trees. My fault. Is, my problem is, is I'd be out of ammo, and, and then it would be like right here behind my head, like in an inch. Be like, 
I, I, I'm here. <laughs> I, I know a, a guy told me a story one time. He was hunting in Maryland, um, Baltimore County area. So, uh, so not too far away from the city. And he said he was walking in on a trail, and all of a sudden, a guy jumps out from behind a tree and yells, gotcha. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it was some homeless guy. Just waiting there. No. Who, and this, this homeless guy It's lives. called Broadhead waiting to enter your heart. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, so, my God, that'd be freaky. Yeah. yeah. I'd shoot him with I, my sidearm and be like, shit, dude, I'm, listen, man, I, 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 apparently I got you. <laughs> oh, I seriously, yeah. It, Tag your in. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. The guy was a storyteller. It's a donkey still. kick or an elbow across the I, maxilla. Yeah. That's yeah. like the time I'm I like, caught a homeless guy in the porta potty at work. You just smack him and you say, "You know Sleeping. why?" Sleeping, Sleeping. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> that would be even worse if you're in a porta potty in the dark and you hear your name coming from inside the toilet. <laughs> no. That's no. after Taco Tuesday night. <laughs> you know you're in deep blue doo doo. <laughs> deep blue doo doo. <laughs> if it was serviced recently. Hopefully. Guys, help help me out here. I got one question. Where can they find us? <laughs> the Run River Pursuits.com. I got one question. Uh-huh. To wrap all this up, there's a lot of talk about bears. And not everyone that listens. Hunts bears well, or hunts. They're big but and they're, they, they but have, they at they're least, hairy. At least, ha- you know, everybody in Pennsylvania, this part of the country, you know, or wherever that's in the woods, has the opportunity to stumble across. I stumble across bears fishing. So I'm sure. What What do you What do you do if you if you're you know a black bear? A run, black bear. Run faster than the guy you're with. Yeah. Pray. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, here's the, so earlier this spring I was fishing and you know it was, it was early I don't know it was May or late April early May when we had an 80 degree spell you know I'm fishing and there's just I don't know it was big Trout. it was big Trout enough season. to uh, it, it was it was big enough to stand on four legs and be at the top of a dumpster so it was you know it was a pretty so it was pretty, like a big, big brown trout thirty pounds it, it was. <laughs> Actually, all joking aside, the general rule of thumb for a black bear of any sort is in the daytime, yeah. you're supposed to just be quiet and stand your ground. And if it decides to come at you to make noise, let it know you're there because more than not, it will leave. It will don't. leave. But right. the also general rule of thumb in, in Pennsylvania or anywhere with a black bear is if you're attacked by one, to fight back in the daytime. Is there any particular way to fight back? Punch it in the they, nose. If it attacks you in the dark... It is meaning to. It's not meaning to like What's take a threat Brazilian away. It's meaning to fighting? kill you and eat you. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark, your black bear attack is Yeah, you're supposed to do the capoeira. <laughs> capoeira. So the cha-cha. Oh bless your Brazilian heart. Dance you gotta, dude, you gotta, Brazilian dance fighting. You got to pull off the goat yoga. Yeah. So, All right. Anytime you like, could even do the fainting goat technique. Sometimes that works. <laughs> I love you guys. Typically, though, bears don't want to be around you. Sure. They don't. So just you can, you could even walk towards them, and they're that's t- unless that's they a, have cubs. You don't want to do that. But I'm just saying. But like you can walk towards them, and they're just gonna typically just run off. Yeah. Don't don't do nothing unless you have to. Just stand there and wait okay. it out. Yes. But if you have to, be bigger and badder than they are. Exactly. Like. Brazilian dance fighting. 
God forbid you break one of your nice fishing rods off on a black bear's head to defend yourself. I wouldn't yourself. like that, yeah. yeah. That's, That's my no pen regiment. And then no the sir. same story that happens to Ryan is going to happen to some guy like in Potter County when it's done running, but it's going to be a, a, a giant swim bait stuck in its ear <laughs> instead of a tag. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to have a story. Listen, I have a black bear climb up my tree with a swim bait stuck in its I, ear. I fret <laughs> just thinking about the bear that... You know, break Stevie's rod. He's gonna be like uh, wider, coming out. You know, walking in the stream. No, 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 no. no. That, that's I'm always freaked out because most of the time when I'm fishing, it's a crack of dawn, late at night, I'm by myself. And, Have you seen you know, Stevie? And he's down by the stream. Yeah, walking on water. <laughs> Well, he's better got him another miracle up his sleeve because there's a black bear and cubs coming his way. I've never seen anything like that. Hell. I ain't never heard anything like that. The sound of a good giant, like the big whopper plopper, will chase any black bear off. So just keep scare him off. Yeah. Throw the, the 190 or whatever and it is. If God forbid you have to fight it, just do your just do us a favor and get a good belly picture of the black bear. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. Okay, just check. Didn't think of that. Yeah. Show us and, and film your release. <laughs> film the release. Actually, that's what you should find out to do. Do that this technique. This is how you release it. Pull your shirt up and show them your belly and see if it works. Uh, it says 60% the of the time it works shuffle, every time. Shuffle, shuffle. Good night. <laughs> Guys, this has been wonderful. I mean, this on, is a different episode than what we've been doing lately. I'm glad we did this. Halloween's this upon us, though. Yeah. Yeah, this was overdue. Yeah. It's like getting it. cold out. It's getting creepy at night. Things are happening. It's getting ruddy. The rut's about to start. So watch out for bobcats and tagged black bears. Little girls. Little girl. Definitely little girls. Watch out for little girls. Porcupines that shoot quills at you. Remember your headlamps. Yes. Aliens. And don't, oh, yeah. for, don't forget to take the young and snipe hunting soon. Rabbits jumping out of little brush. And and yeah, and not speaking about rabbits, rabbit rabbit skunks are bad. Rabbit Remember raccoons. all this stuff. Just don't go through the corn. Yeah. Don't go through the corn at night. That's a, that's actually what we wanted to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and and stay out of the woods. Just you, you don't want to go in the woods. Just leave that for us. That's what they dis- that's what they made the Pursuit and Outdoor Channel for. Just go ahead and watch it on TV. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Hey Ryan. Yeah, but where can they find us? Uh, find us at www.rutandriverpursuits.com. Check us out. Listen to the podcast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Castbox, Castbox, podcast, <laughs> not podcast, <laughs> just Castbox, and also on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. At R2 Pursuits. At R2 Pursuits. And check out Steve Miser. At, is it at Steve Miser? At Steve Miser. Dude, you're yeah. on fire this week. Blowing it up. In Fuego, La Flama Blanca. It is amazing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have the YouTube channel mm-hmm. up and running. That is the Rutten River, or is it Rutten River Pursuits podcast, podcast. On, uh, on YouTube. And... Of course, when you're doing your Instagram stuff, hashtag R2 Pursuits, hashtag 2D Taxidermy. The uh, Picture of the Week contest is up there on the website. We also have a, a logo contest still going on, so check out the website for all the information about that logo contest. And, of course, as always, keep an eye out for any other giveaways we got coming up. There's some stuff coming down the pike, and y'all are going to like it. Oh, I'm not going to let it out now, but we're, you're going to like it. 
Not only that, but we have some uh, we have some pretty amazing episodes coming up. So stay tuned. Some of the guests coming up are uh, some of my fan favorites. Yeah, 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 man. All right, peace. See you later. Kick this man. And then you get up three hours later, dead tired, hike up through the hollow, go through the corn, whatever, and you're like, huh. That creepy little girl that climbed out of the television could be anywhere around here. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> exactly. Exactly.